Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. The other host, as I am often known. Not very frequently. everybody. Not often, no, no. Most people... Most people, when they email me about the show, they say, dearest Benjamin. <laughs> have, you been, have you been getting different uh, email I, requests? Yes, absolutely. New you guys, greetings. You guys have delivered in spades, as it were. Um, somebody, I believe, emailed me once upon a time and said, dearest Benjamin. And I was like, oh, how great is that? And people have been sending me these spectacularly long informal introductions. Oh, amazing. Yes, they're, they're, all, so, they're all so good. But most of them uh, involve the very, very... Very, very clear and obvious distinction that I am, in fact, the true host. Well, there's no doubt that you're at present the one true host, but also I'm the other host. Well, <laughs> s- special guest. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Ben, uh, do you have a corny joke for us today? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. I have a couple of them here that I think are just funny. Oh, okay. Jay, what is what is remarkable? Just what is remarkable? Yeah. Just in general? Just in that's general. That's the joke. That's the that, setup. That's the setup. What's remarkable? Um, what is remarkable? Oh, oh you're onto it. You're uh, onto it. You're I'm, you're circled. Oh yeah, you're there. I can feel it. it. Goes, I'm gonna go like like the the same the same rough draft I handed in for the first <laughs> the final draft. <laughs> I don't know. It's remarkable. It's I didn't re- change it. It's the same paper. <laughs> it's the same paper. That's that's a popcorn culture joke, right? That is. That is. Yes. Yeah. My okay. my early in uh, confused belief of how rough drafts worked. Right. Um, <laughs> Could you go home and write a five page paper to turn in this Friday? It's just the rough draft. So, but yeah, in, in my the mind, the final bro- draft would be due next Friday. You're like. But it's done. What do you mean? Yeah, no, in my mind, the rough draft meant like you intentionally made it bad so that you could correct it later. Oh, you would actively. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I think I told you that like I think literally at first I literally was writing with like worse handwriting. Oh, thinking that like because it was this was like a handwritten rough draft. I not see. even typed. I see. Um. Anyway, I, I, my opinion was the opposite. It was like. Why wouldn't I just write it as good as I could the first time? Well, that, that's what I mean. I mean, I, my belief was like, of course, I would just write it the correct way the first time. So like, I don't know. In my mind, the I va- guess I, it didn't even occur to me that I would have like typos or errors that needed correcting. But that's not even what like, that's only like 
the base of what they're going for. It's like, yeah, go back and correct your grammar and your typos and your spelling. But like, but like that's that's more like, I don't even know, just like reviewing your paper. That's like hitting spell check. Yeah. You know, this is like, what they want you to do is to revise the paper, to like rewrite it better. Right, okay. You know, which to me is like, what, again, it's like, to me now feels so obvious. Like, yes, that is very good practice. You should probably rewrite your papers way more than once. Here is the thing, though, is that I feel like very frequently, and maybe I have this wrong, maybe memory doesn't serve me, but I feel like you were graded on rough drafts on some capacity. But, like, now, if we were writing a script for, like, a video for the Super Carlin Brothers YouTube channel, we might, like, literally have a note in our literal rough draft that says, we need a paragraph, to, like, elaborating or make jokes about this. And we might literally put into the script the words, add more here. Like, right. Like more jokes needed or, you yeah, know, like something like that. And I feel like if I were to like have turned in a research paper to Miss Price, my ninth grade English teacher, mm. and it have gotten like to the bottom of a paragraph assessing Romeo and Juliet. And it said, like, learn more about this. Like I will in the future, I will elaborate more, but I haven't yet. Right. Like that would have felt like a completely unacceptable thing to do. But in my adult life would be exactly appropriate for right. a rough like, draft. Like why couldn't I write my introductory paragraph and then have three sentences that say insert first point, second point, third point. <laughs> Conclusion. R write a conclusion. <laughs> write a conclusion. <laughs> this is my rough draft. This is my like, This is an outline. But no, see, I had the introduction. So. Oh yeah, that was the this other thing. Outline. Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah. The the pure fury of doing as much work as humanly possible to do something that I yeah. really, really, really didn't want to do. Well, this is the other thing about rough drafts. Is you're right. They would like they would give you a grade, but it wouldn't like count. It's like this would be your grade if this was the final paper. Right. So I would just go through and be like, okay, I'll add this comma. I'll change this one sentence. I'll spell this word correctly. All right, I made all the changes. Now I'm at 100, right? Right. Somehow, no. Somehow, no. Ridiculous. <laughs> you said change these things. This is what was wrong. Oh, there was nothing that made me more frustrated than when they would like tell you to put a comma in and then you would put the comma there and you would get the final paper back and they were like, you shouldn't have had a comma here. And I was like, you told me to do that. How dare you? How dare you? Anyway, the thing so, that is remarkable is yeah. whiteboards. Oh, I was so close. You were I so love close. whiteboards. I know, me too. Whiteboards are like literally my fave. Yeah. I I am at the point where like whiteboards have like infiltrated my life in such a massive way because I want them like everywhere. Yeah. I really, really, for one, I love the way that the markers write. So like smooth. It's, it's so smooth. It's so nice. Very satisfying. I think I even kind of like the scent of the markers themselves. Not that I like specifically like breathe them in. You, but, uh, like, you huffing marks over there? No, I'm not huffing Dude, marks. Okay, hold on. Story time. Okay. Okay. Beth, uh, when she was pregnant with Luke, she was, t she, uh, that was the, her last year of teaching full time. After that, she uh, decided to stay home, watch Luke. Uh, but that meant that we had to go and clean out her classroom prior to her leaving school. Okay. Right? So in the process of doing this, you come across not just all the stuff that Beth has put in there for the, you know, the past five years of teaching. The but general you, detritus. You come, yeah, you come across the leftover supplies that the teacher before her decided this can be left in the classroom. Sure. And the teacher before that and the teacher before that. Like there's just a collection of haphazard school supplies that someone didn't want to deal with. So they left them in the classroom. So you guys, when you cleaned out, clearly you pressed the reset button harder than literally any teacher before you ever had. But we, you know, we like to do things the proper way. Oh, well, apparently, yeah. apparently <laughs> no one else and everyone else is. It's almost like a legacy thing. It's like, how would you leave? Yeah. 
It's exactly. Like broken colored pencils. <laughs> okay. So do you remember when we were kids at our at our old house? We had a pack of scented markers. Yes, I do. Yes, yes. I remember thinking these scented markers, these are so fun. I loved them as a kid. And I was immediately told, don't smell them. They'll give they'll make you sick. The, the like the effects of smelling them are horrible. Don't huff marks. Don't yeah, right. <laughs> But to me, this was like the most disheartening thing. It was like, this is so cool. Markers that smell like cherry and grape and, you know, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. You know, but then they're like, don't smell them. It's like, then why do we have them? Why? What was the point? What's the point of the scent if you can't smell the scent? I know. And I don't know if this was like being told to me by adults. And probably what they meant was don't stick it up your nose and breathe deep. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's probably okay to smell it on the paper. But like sometimes this this is the sort of information that will get into like some other kids heads as like clearly their parents were like don't smell the markers and so if they like if another kid sees you doing it they're like you're doing a bad thing like you're being you know like Like that that was like childhood policing that was like childhood policing yeah gosh i could go down another tangent from here tell me i will let's tangent harder we're gonna tangent harder more childhood policing i was at a shoney's once with two of my buddies no you were not i was we were like i don't know like six or seven or something so it was, you know, it's a show. He's had the the breakfast buffet, right? Oh yeah, right. No. Yeah. Literally, I was I, I was struggling. I was I'm, I was picturing Arby's in my head. No, no, Shoney's. Okay, not the yeah. same. Which, by the way, I just recently discovered that the Arby's it stands for roast beef. Arby's, the letter R. Man, my mind is exploding right now. <laughs> I know, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Anyway. Arby's, and they just spell it out. They just spell it out. Whoa. Yeah, that's what Arby's stands okay, for. Okay. Anyway, so we're not at Arby's. We're, we're Shoney's. We're at Shoney's, which is me not and, the same. Me and my buds, and we're getting the breakfast buffet because that's the only thing you should get at Shoney's and you probably shouldn't sit in it because let me tell you everything at Shoney's is sticky just oh, I was, as that's a general my memory rule as, well. as a general rule the have, syrup it's have, everywhere it's every it has got it has gotten into the air it is precipitated yep it's like syrupy rain in that place anyway I have got a big old plate of eggs finish them all go back more scrambled eggs wow and my my, my six and seven you know like first grade kids buddies are like like getting upset they're like telling me like i shouldn't be eating this many eggs it's gonna make my cholesterol high you're joking. i am not and like i remember it to this day. i'm like sh- like what are you talking like this is not a concern even as like a five-year-old you know like a seven-year-old i knew this was this is one not a concern and two let me eat my dumb eggs in peace <laughs> right gaston yeah. eats way more than this yeah i've yeah. heard it in a song so they're like i, I wouldn't I maybe it wouldn't have stuck with me as much but like they like i remember them saying that at the table and then like they went to the bathroom and i'm like oh i need to go to the bathroom too and i go in and they're talking about the eggs in the bathroom and no like before way. they realize i've like walked in and i'm like well it's like it is stuff i'm like oh it makes me so bad to think about I'm like you guys that's not even how cholesterol works and like not you know now that i'm at 32 would know more about health <laughs> I, I i can tell you that as i sit here as a Almost 31 year old. Yeah. I, I still don't know that I would functionally be able to explain cholesterol to you. Well, I know that there is a level and I know that mine is fine. Well, yeah. Also, I can tell you for sure that going back for seconds on the eggs at Shoney's isn't going to kill you. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> not like his life turned that yeah, day. That was the he day. went back that for seconds at where, Shoney's. Where was I? How did I tangent off this? What was I talking about? Prior to this, we were talking about cleaning out Beth's uh, Oh, that's right. Classroom. The markers. The yeah, markers. The, so the smell the mar- of the markers. The, yeah. Policing the marker smells as kids. So we're cleaning it out and we come across not like one, but like six trays of like unopened 
smelly markers, the exact same brand. I remembered the box. It all came like screaming back to me. Cause you know, like, like scents like have a way of like bringing up memories. Oh yeah. Really for fast. Sure, and for it was sure. like, not only did it was the packaging so uh, unique anyway, but it was just like such a blast from the past. And it was like, they were perfect. You know, it was like, they were the plastic wrap was still on them. I was like, no way. And I was like, I'm going to smell these markers. <laughs> Everyone get out of my way. Get out. Clear like, space. I was like, Beth, no, you have these marks. She was like, yeah. I was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to smell these. This is, I feel like that exact sentiment between you and your wife, you don't understand. Like, it's something that I feel like I've heard you guys have, like, the conversation in real time about, like, Beth, no, you don't get it. <laughs> anyway, that was... That was a good, uh, that so was a real find. My, okay, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of relieved for you because I thought for sure where that story was going to go was Beth was going to tell you not to smell the markers. No, and you no. were going to be like, I am a grown person. <laughs> I will smell whichever markers I choose. She did not care. Thank you. <laughs> she did not care. Uh, but she also, I don't think, had the same nostalgic uh, feeling for the markers. Remind me, either. is the color brown chocolate? I think it was chocolate, yes. Chocolate scent? Now okay. that you say it, I can smell it. Uh, I can feel it in my nose pockets. <laughs> in your nose pockets? Yeah. What is a, a nose pocket? That feels uncomfortable for some reason. <laughs> no, no, it's just where you just like tuck away a little smell memory right there in your nose. Uh, yeah. a, a smell. Well, a smell uh, memory. A smell memory. I mean, yeah. everybody's got them. Actually, I, I feel like the biggest smell memory I have is to our childhood babysitter, the like when you walked into her house, there was sort of this like lowered living room area off to the left mm, yeah. that had this like really atrocious kind of almost like, uh, like old lady smell. But it, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And uh, were, were the were the was the furniture covered in plastic? This no, is, no, it wasn't. Mm -mm. Okay, okay. Mm -mm. But I, I remember oh, the smell. I, I feel like I remember the smell probably a bit better than the actual space itself. Can I tell you that furniture covered in plastic baffles me? You you can absolutely tell me that, and I will I, absolutely agree with you. Okay, because it's like, no, because the reasoning that you would have the furniture covered in plastic is so that it doesn't get dirty. Right. Right, so that, you know, the fabric doesn't get dirty. Which, correct, you will prevent it from getting dirty, but also you will have to sit on the plastic. Right. Like, it's, and if it's, like... To what end is it not getting dirty? Are you showing this furniture? That's, Are you reselling it? This is this is like the weird thing. And, and couches seem to have more of a resale market, you know, than like a mattress does. Like mm -hmm. mattresses you don't resell. Like, right. it, I, as far as I'm concerned, like that is not something that like you'd, you'd throw up on Craigslist unless it is like literally the guest mattress that like was left unused and is effectively brand new right unless you you're at a hotel and you're renting a mattress for high sums of money a night even though it's been used by hundreds of people even though that i yeah. prefer to never think of it that way that's what hotels are by the way by the way my favorite mattress of all time is whatever they have at marriott's their entire mm. their entire bed yes is like the Floof. best yeah it's so good it's yeah. so good where was i going with this but couches yeah no so i just i recently stumbled across uh an article where a guy was flipping couches and claimed he was making eight thousand dollars a month flipping couches that's pretty good pretty good uh margin not a bad turn not a bad not turn a bad, yeah but effectively i think his process and i found this fascinating because throughout my years i've been one to uh resell on the like you know marketplace the the craigslist you've been you've been good you've been uh very active on this front yes yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely been something where i tended to not look at possessions like i almost think too much of my possessions as investments at all times or at least i did for a huge right. period of time like i was always buying things that I knew that if I ever needed the money instead of the object, I could just sell it because it was things that like 
might hold value well. Right. Like a JL10W7 subwoofer, for example. It, uh, highly yeah. sought after. Exactly. One Especially person on the out resale there, market. One person out there has any idea what a <laughs> JL10W7 is. But anyway, shout out to that person. I think your name is Stuart. I'm guessing. I'm yeah, guessing. Did, did they buy your subwoofer? <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's who bought <laughs> that's it. That's who it came up. Um, but yeah, no. So apparently couches are a thing where you can like take them, especially if they have like slip covers that you yeah. can then like remove, wash, clean, take better photos of them, mark them up. And then if you've got like a truck offer free delivery. Yeah. And so this guy was making, you know, he was like selling two, three couches a day and making three, 400 bucks a piece. Hey, you can probably just get a bunch of free couches every year at the end of uh, the semester. Oh, when like near a college? Like, yeah, near a college where everyone's just like, well, these are unreusable couches and truly they should be because if they were if they were anywhere near a college apartment they are not reusable yeah you don't you don't want that but I guess if you're just cruising around with the truck looking to reupholster some stuff for markup this is a jackpot oh man okay so speaking of college couches now I have a story mm. you've sparked one in me okay <laughs> so there is a local home furnishing stores here in Roanoke that when you uh, enter they give you a Coca-Cola in a glass bottle yes right yep it's kind of like a fun novel thing and there was a period of time in high school where like this might literally this maybe this was a testament to how little there was to do in Roanoke for a beat or maybe just how creative we were at hanging out with our friends you know it but it would be the type of thing where maybe you would go to Grand you would walk in because they would give you a free Coke in a glass bottle which everyone knows it tastes better in a glass bottle oh Ben there's no doubt that Coca-Cola tastes its finest coming out of a glass bottle no doubt no doubt Can, cannot be argued I will die on that spoon. You, you will die on that spoon? I'll die on that spoon. Okay. Um, but there, it was sort of this thing. So like for, for a period of time, we were literally like abusing the generosity of this, of this store where we would go. And obviously we were teenagers and obviously we weren't going to buy anything. And right. I think as, as kids, it never really occurred to me how annoying that probably was to the sales folk that were there that like we yeah. were walking in and we were not potential leads at all. We had no ability to buy anything. And we were literally just there to go and sit in the lazy boys and drink, a like drink a Coke. Right. Well, you know, it is, it's like fun to go just sit in the big chairs and like try them out. Like, and it feels like that should be allowed. It does. Like feel you should, that it way. does feel like you should be allowed to go into a furniture store and sit on the furniture. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think the, the, the guilt now retroactively came from the fact that they give you something like they give you they give you a coke they give you a coke <laughs> yeah yeah which was like also like 30 cents i'm sure not much yeah. <laughs> i'm sure not much but still so anyway but i remember that there was this like this summer that i was moving into my first apartment and i was um like all super jazzed and i was like saving my money all summer so that i could like you know buy furniture and i think it was like the first time i ever went to like bed bath and beyond and was like enamored with everything there it was like i'm gonna buy a clock yeah like you know and i was like bed bath beyond bed bath and beyond is a whole different store when you're an adult it is yeah it is and yeah i remember i remember walking in and i bought a clock that only had like one quarter it was like a, a square clock it only had like one quarter of the hand so you saw like half of the 12 down to a three and it had these it was black and it had these orange hands that would like go around and then you literally they would just be like out in space and you just had to be good enough at telling analog time i hate this that i am so not good enough at it no me either i'm not yeah. good enough at it either. the only thing i really knew was in in like high school when you knew like like lunch meant the minute hand was at the top oh, oh. 
let me correct you. Yes, in high school was the height of my analog clock reading because I knew exactly where the minute hand needed to be in every classroom for the bell to ring. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. But that, and it's actually funny because as an adult, even uh, we work with a company called Vincero watches quite a lot for like they uh, sponsor the, the YouTube channel. Yep. I think they've actually sponsored the pop before. I actually wear the watches all the time. Yeah. I, I have a Fitbit now, so I'm actually wearing my Fitbit currently. But it was a thing where I so wear analog timepieces on my wrist specifically for the function of the fashion Right. Not for the it's time telling abilities because yeah. I also always have my phone with me, which right. I am just equally as trained to check for the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's the type of thing where somebody like I've there every once in a while I'll be like at lunch or something and I'll see somebody like kind of like looking at my watch and they're like, hey, like what time is it? And like I will look and be like, I don't even know if I ever set the correct time on this watch because right. I, I had no intentions of using my watch to tell time right it is it is meant to be a cool piece of metallic watch face jewelry, jewelry yeah. effectively yeah it, it is it, that is what it does yeah in my mind which is so hilarious because it's primary function it i'm not using for at all it's especially the vincera watches are like uh chronometers yeah. and which i guess like uh, I don't I don't know the specific function of a chronometer versus like a stopwatch, but I looked it up one day. I guess it's like part of like what astronauts use, like keep track of time or whatever. So they have these little functions you can press all the buttons for and you know, like spin the second hand around and stuff. And it looks really cool. But you're right. I have like this drawer full of watches at the moment. That sounds like more watches than it is. I had <laughs> we. You have more than one. I have more than one. I've got like one of those little things where they have the little cushions to put the watches no, on. No, you do not. Yeah, well, Beth Beth got it for me one day. She's like, I ordered you this thing to put your watches in because they're just like sort of, you know, you know <laughs> I, sitting loosely in a drawer. I cannot. You of all people are someone that I cannot possibly imagine having your watches stored in like a little like tufted pillows. No, I love it. Does it's it look awesome? It looks great. Yeah, it looks oh, cool. So cool. It looks very cool. Um, but I will sometimes I'll look across them and you can tell that like 75% of them all point at pretty much the same time. Okay. And then there's like definitely like three or four. Where I'm like, mm, I never just definitely didn't set that one. Or you can tell like some of them are like almost at the right time, but they're like an hour off because it's been like a daylight savings time has passed. Oh, or something. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now, now that you describe it like this, I feel like if I were to put my watches on display, I would probably set them all to the same time for the purpose of them. Like the added like function of opening it and seeing like all the hands in exactly the same places. Yeah. Well, that this would is be pretty cool. This is the other thing about the, the watches though, is that the second hand uh, doesn't move. It's like what is traditionally the second hand is not moving on the Vincero watches. Okay. That's part of the chronometer. It's like, it's only purpose is to like track like time while you're timing something. Okay. Not to like, like the, the minute hand will be moving regardless. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So that's something else to be aware of. Okay. Good, good, good. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Anyway. So this was, this, that was a major tangent from my original story about going into this furniture store and looking at couches. Yeah. Okay. That's what the, you know, what is this podcast? Popcast, if not tangents upon tangents upon tangents. That's literally its exact definition. I know, right? We should we should, we should basically be just we should be like pre cow culture or something. <laughs> pre wait. Oh, I see what you're saying yeah, there. Yeah, because yeah, tangents. tangents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, hilarious. <laughs> oh boy, calculus jokes. Woo. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so um, there is this one period of time, though, where I get like the flyer for like the Labor Day weekend sale. So it's like as I'm going back to college, uh, getting ready to move back into my apartment. Mm -hmm. And I I found like one of these is like a seven foot microfiber tan 
couch that's like $2.99. It's like the the showroom floor special, whatever, you know, like it's like the big sale that they had. You yeah. know, kind of like when like Best Buy on Black Friday has like the like $100 50-inch TV or something, yeah. you know. It's like the big one they had in the flyer. And I remember walking into this store feeling like the world's biggest hot shot because like my whole like you know high school career every time i've ever been into the store has exclusively always been for the purpose of going to get a free coke and sitting in the big recliners right and that was it and there i was to shop wow look at you yeah and so they gave me my free coke and i was like cool so i'm like walking around and i'm like trying to track down the specific couch and i think i had like one of my buddies there with me and the girl i was dating at the time and so there were you know there were three of us you know you got your entourage get my entourage yeah. obviously i mean got to when you're when you're high rolling like this i'm rolling you're buying couches i'm buying a Discount? couch man yeah right it's on sale <laughs> um and so like we're sitting there we find the couch we're like all sitting on it and sort of like speculating and this like salesperson comes over and just starts reaming me out for effectively doing the very thing that i had done all through high school where nobody had ever yelled at me except this time i'm actually there shopping oh wow so you know he's like he's like just so frustrated that we're these like young kids that are like you know there just screwing around and like you know whatever and he's like giving me such a hard time about it and i remember and this like felt like such a pride moment in my life but i was like you know i got up and i was like I'll take this couch, you know? And like, I was like, it was, it, it felt like me being like a, like an, like an alpha lion, something like just animalistic. Look at, look at you. Pride coming out. You can, I can see your mane. I know. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and you know, it's like looking back on it, it was like one of these things where I was, I was like, I was so, I could not believe that somebody was giving me a hard time when I was actually there shopping. And I felt so cool because I was actually like, I'll take this one, box it up for me. He didn't know he was poking Ben the Lion Carlin with a stick. <laughs> he had no idea. He had no idea. No idea. No idea that you were going to drop top dollar on that discount couch. <laughs> it was going to be $326 of taxes included. Maybe. <laughs> Have we? Wait, that's, 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 um, that's an amazing story. I can't believe he was actually yelling at you. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he, I can't believe. It would have. Uh, I, I can't believe. It also bought the couch. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. And so I, I had the couch for, uh, my my whole college career. It was a, it was a good couch to me. Did until, he get the commission on your couch? No way. No, no way. way. I specifically told the person ringing me up that that I was like, I do not want him to get my commission right. because he was not helping me. He was um, in fact yelling at me, Ben the Lion, Carlin. There's actually. I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. Yeah. I may have complained to the manager. Wow. I may have. Okay, Karen. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> no, this seems like a legitimate reason to complain to the manager it was it was but looking back on it the fact that like i thought that i was like yo stepping up yeah. uh buying literally i believe what is the cheapest piece of furniture like short of like uh like a single dining room chair in the entire store <laughs> right you know uh, i need like, a replacement ottoman i guess so. exactly yeah, yeah yeah uh but yeah i felt like i felt like the bee's knees but then fast forward a couple of years uh to my senior year of college same couch i have this guy show up at one of my parties and we had the love sacks, which oh, we were right. talking about once upon a time. The same I, guy? I, no. No. Not the, not the couch salesman. Not the couch salesman. He's not at your college party. <laughs> Could you imagine? If he, yeah, if he's like 20 <laughs> and yelling at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was not the couch salesman who who came to my party. But we had I had a love sack in my apartment in college, one, soon to be plural. But uh, uh right next to it was my couch. So I was taking up this entire wall, it was couch next to the love sack. And there were it was like me and my friend Steve 
Steven and like, I think my friend Mike, who were all doing like front flips at this college party onto the love sack because we were just like the coolest people ever, apparently. I think there were like eight people at this party. I call it a party. It was mostly like my friends were over. Mm-hmm. And um, randomly, one of my neighbors who I had never hung out with at the time, you had the door open and the music blasting. He like he walks over and he sees us doing these front flips onto the love sack, which makes sense because it's a gigantic beanbag chair full of memory foam. Yeah. Does not hurt. Super fluffy. It's like the whole idea behind right. it's it. It's like it's like jumping in the foam pit. Jumping in the foam pit. Yeah. yeah. It's like we were just having a good time. This guy <coughs> walks in, sees what we're doing, promptly just like runs across my living room and front flips onto my couch. Mm. The the $300 <laughs> couch. Right. The the couch. Jay, it shatters. <laughs> Like the couch, like broke. Wow. It broke the couch. Literally. It it was so bad that one of the pieces of wood that shattered when he front flipped onto it, busted out the back of the couch and broke through the wall. Whoa. Like it like, like put like this huge, like baseball sized hole into the drywall behind the couch itself. And it was like this thing where all of us, again, it's a stupid $300 couch. That's like three and a half years old, like absolutely ready to be retired already. And me and me and my friends were all just like furious. It oh, was like, the, I can't the, believe he, he awoke Ben the lion, Carlin as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this me and this couch apparently is like the this, only time in my entire life where I, I really like turned into someone who I'm not. Um, but I was like, yo, man, you got to leave this party. You broke my couch. <laughs> also, you owe me three hundred dollars. Exactly. No, I actually ended up selling it for like 120 on Craigslist to a guy who wanted it for his man cave. Oh, well, so there you I, go. I couldn't believe it. Like the guy showed up and I was like, you know, it's broken, right? Like I posted in the Craigslist listing that it's broken. Like I was almost trying to talk this guy out of buying my couch from me. Right. And he's like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm just going to sit on it like in my garage. And I was like, okay, That's, you know, okay. But he, he hauled he it away himself it. and everything. There you go. And then I had room for another love sack. So all was good. <laughs> no one could break that with a front flip impossible okay here's my college couch story oh gosh then here we go so for the final two years of my college career i lived in this townhome with three other guys yeah yeah just you know nothing too crazy there we got this giant giant sectional i remember the the sectional yeah. yeah it was so comfy yeah so comfy uh i think i actually slept on it several times yeah yes that's where this story is going oh gosh yeah anyway um wait me sleeping on it no 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 oh oh, oh. i was like what did you uh, what happened yeah no nothing happened okay okay so anyway i graduate college Uh, congratulations by the way yeah i'm a minion so yeah yeah Super good. Fun time. I think it's like the summer after I graduated. So not much time has passed. And I was the only person from the house to graduate that year. Other like even people who were the same year as me had like another year of study for what they were doing. Okay. Or whatever. But uh, I still had friends there. And so I got invited to go up to a party one night. Fun times. And did you guys break any couches? Well, we didn't break any couches, but I broke in a sort of broke into a couch. You broke there. Wait, the, the couch? No. Well, okay. So we're at whatever party there's you know libations oh yeah yeah, yeah. i heard of those yeah yeah and you know once once you're out of that college mindset it doesn't take nearly as many libations to get you libations (laughs) oh yeah i get you you know what i'm saying (laughs) i'm reading between the lines very clearly (laughs) so anyway i leave the party early and i just uh my friend who i was staying with still at the party so couldn't go back to his place so i just sort of stagger back to my old <laughs> no. house. And I was like, I bet the door's unlocked because I lived there for two years and the door was never locked. Sure enough, open. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I just 
Got head in, crash on the couch. Woke up the next morning. I don't think anyone knew I was there at all. Woke up, was like, oh, I should probably go. Left, no one had any idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Unbelievable. So you literally went and spent a night on effectively, like, a, I guess a place you used to live in. A, pl a place I lived recently. in, like, pretty recently where three of the people living there were my ex-roommates of two months. Like, no one would have cared. No one would have know. cared, for sure. But at the very least, it would have been very unexpected for them to have come down and been like, why are you why, here? Yeah, what are you doing here, man? Uh, but, yeah, yeah, there you go. So you, you crashed on basically your old couch. But effectively. Wow. Yeah. What a story. I know. I got free, free room and board for a night, I guess. That's handy. Yeah. That's handy. It's pretty At nice. least you had somewhere to go. Although I am surprised that you would have left a party with nowhere specific. I mean, I suppose you were libaceous, but with, <laughs> with, with nowhere to go. I too am surprised that the person I was visiting wasn't more curious about my whereabouts. Now that, that is, I think about it. That is true. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Where, what happened to uh, Jay? Where'd he go? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what he could have done about it. Maybe he was worried and, you know, I was on a couch yeah. <laughs> asleep. Well, I couldn't answer the phone. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely no. not. Uh, so that's my that's my college couch story. Wow. Well, yeah. I bet everyone's got one. I bet everyone's got one. If they you probably have a, do. If you have a good college couch story. Yeah. You need to you need to send in your your story to popcornculturepod at gmail.com or head on over to our Reddit uh, and and leave your tale. Yeah, tell us all about it. Maybe if someone has a really good one, we'll report back on this. Oh uh, yes, maybe we should do that. The college couch. The college couch. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth and like even in our office we have not one but two full display cases with some of our all-time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled but something i did not know existed when i was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out and right now you can get 10 percent off your first purchase by going to arena club.com slash pop pop which wow that is a crazy offer 10 percent off a 400 slab pack that's like 40 dollars right there anyway that's arena club.com slash pop pop for 10 percent off your first purchase Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. 
y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, let's peel it back to some some feedback. We were we were at the beach for a couple for last week. Yeah, so we were. We recorded two episodes ahead of going to the beach, so we've had like a while since our last recording. Since we were last in the booth, since last in the booth. But in one of those episodes, we discussed a particular yellow shirt I used to wear in middle school. Oh my gosh! From Express, the one that looked like it had ketchup all over yeah, it. Yeah, it was a yellow shirt and looked like it had a bunch of red splotchy marks all over it. Yeah. But in fact, the red splotches, when viewed appropriately, are a guy playing a, a guitar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So anyway, podcast went out and someone uh, tweets at me on Twitter as you do and is like is this a shirt sure enough they had totally found the shirt was it their shirt it was not their shirt it was like a listing on like vintageclothing.com or something noise you should have kept it man sounds like it would have been worth maybe 17 to 27 deloreans oh man maybe maybe but it was so i was like oh my god i couldn't believe it there it was in all of its terrible glory and i think what really i having a re-examine the shirt now most t-shirts you know have that like sort of like elastic part around the neck hole yeah you know the little rim there i think what really makes this shirt so awful is that the red splotchy goes straight into it. Like normally that is like the barrier between whatever is on the t-shirt and your neck. Right. There's that right. little elastic band, not this shirt straight up. There's borderless borderless, you know, you know? so it just went on into full bleed. Wow. Yeah. And that is just, it's like one little mark, but I feel like that's what makes it look like a spill more than a graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it, then it doesn't seem like who's, who's screen printing on that, on this part of the shirt. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's part of it. But even after I had described the shirt and the problems with the shirt and told people it was someone playing a guitar, I reposted that, that picture in the popcorn culture Reddit and was like, we found the shirt. Do you see the guitar player? Like people still couldn't see it. No way. You know, this is like the shirt like laid out nice and flat. So it was like, I felt myself 
all the way back in eighth grade and be like, no, no, look, you, it's right there. Don't you see it? Don't you <laughs> see the guitar not, player? How can you not see it? I was like still having that argument with like, oh, you spilled something on your shirt. I was like, no, no, look, you don't, you're not getting it. I'm cool. You need to understand <laughs> this. I is, am cool. Shirt, it, to me, it was like this, like, <clears throat> excuse me. To me, like, this shirt was effectively kind of like, like a riddle, but a riddle at the difficulty level of like, which side of a chicken has the most feathers, you know? And the answer which is... Which side of the chicken does have the most feathers? The outside, Ben. Ah, uh, right. that's a stupid riddle. Right. Yes, exactly. So it's like, not very hard. And once you... It's like, okay, okay, right. Okay. Like, once someone points it out to you, it's like, okay, I got it. You, you know, no problem. To me, that was like the difficulty level of this shirt. Okay. It's like, does it look like something? It's like, as soon as like someone pointed it out to you, you'd be like, oh, I got it. But this was like, it, you were told ahead of time what to look for. <laughs> He's like, no, I don't see it. It's like, ugh, ugh. So the shirt, the, uh, effectively, the shirt is just terrible. But if you still want to see it, it is, uh, it is on the popcorn culture Reddit, and you can go check it out. See, okay, what I, what I thought was funny about this shirt is we were telling our mom and dad about how we talked about that shirt on the pop, <laughs> and mom and dad both were like, oh yeah, I know the exact shirt. And dad was like, it was a guy playing guitar, right? Like, wasn't it Jimi Hendrix? And I don't think it was Jimi Hendrix. It was not Jimi Hendrix. No, because okay. I, I looked up, I was like, I looked it up, just like Jimi Hendrix T-shirts. Certain that if uh, it was him, the same pose would be on other shirts, just more obviously him. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, no similar pose, which I think it almost definitely isn't because I've also been informed by people who can see the guitar player that the person on the shirt playing the guitar is playing it wrong. No way. <laughs> like he's holding the neck in a spot you would never hold a guitar to play it. <clears throat> he's effectively holding it where the, the bottom part of the guitar, where the neck starts. And then just like, guess like holding it straight out and also strumming. So I don't, I don't know. Hold on. I'm re-pulling okay, up the picture. Okay, you're pulling it up right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This shirt is just so hideous. It's so it's so bad in so many ways. And, and you wore it and all I wore, the time. I'm just determined to be like, people are going to get it. You know, <laughs> like, this is, it's like, this was the sort of thing that I think so many, it's so easy to do when you're young. It's like so hard not to stick to your guns. Or it's just like, no, this is, this is how it is. Or like, I, like. People are going to get it. It's like, if I could have just accepted, like, this isn't, oh, this maybe isn't a cool shirt. I'll just stop wearing it. No big deal. Like, that would have just been such a better solution instead of doubling down on <laughs> my beliefs. Like, no, people will think it's cool. They just have to get it. They just have to it's get just, it. Like, at some point, you just have to accept, like, this just actually isn't, like, like have you ever had a joke where you're like, any, like, every time there's an opportunity to, like, say this line that you find hilarious, you're like, spit it out there. And repeatedly, no one will laugh. And you're like, no, no, no. Okay, I'm just... I'm going to, no, I delivered uh, next time. I'm going to get it next time. I, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not, not going to take this as a sign that this joke doesn't work. I'm just yeah. going to try harder. I'm going to try harder next time. It's like, eventually you just realize that joke's just not funny. You just yeah. got to move on. Like, I'm sorry. You could, you could enjoy it privately, but it's just not funny. Yeah. No, I think that this, this has happened because I think especially you and I almost seem to speak like our own language a little bit where we would grow up watching all of the same movies, obviously, because we lived in the same roof. And I feel yeah. like we very, very frequently like quoted things. Like yeah. we were like the type of people who would like constantly be saying something and it was always a quote from something. Right. And we both knew what it was from, which always made it like, oh, I like, you know, that thing. That's funny. Yeah. Um, and then you would frequently say it to someone else who had no idea. And you'd like try to explain it as if it was going to have just the same level of impact. And it's like, you just, you just got to see it. You got, you got to see it. Yeah. You got to see this movie. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We've been doing this forever. I, okay. On that, I have another note here of a similar and a, an adjacent situation. Okay. Okay. Good so, to know how related we are. Yeah. Right. Always important. Always important. Always important. So, uh, I think, have we talked on the pop about the, the podcast, the thrilling adventure hour? We have. 
Okay, so on the Throwing Adventure Hour, one of the shows they had was something called Sparks Nevada. And uh, one of the little quirks about Sparks, the main character, Marshall on Mars, Marshall he's from on Earth, Earth. Yep. is that he would use the word reckon. Yeah. A lot like, yeah, you, you reckon? Or like if he, you know, if someone was like asking him for agreement, he'd be like, reckon, you know, I reckon, like, I, I reckon so. Yeah. You're never so. I, <laughs> uh, since we've talked about it on the pop, I've like been just using the word reckon a lot. Like, it's like, oh, it's like, <laughs> it's so funny to say reckon. Because <laughs> it's like, it's always a joke when he's saying it. Oh, right, right, you know? yeah. yeah. It's like, and I think it's Mark Evan Jackson is the, is the voice of Sparks about it. And he has such a good delivery. And it's like, every time he says it, it's just like a little, <laughs> all right, that was funny. But so I've just been saying it. And I I realized this morning, Beth asked me a question and I just responded with it completely non-ironically. Like it has just become... Like, like it has become part of your vocabulary. Become, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Reckon it has. Reckon, reckon, reckon that. Reckon, reckon it has. That is so funny. That is so funny. So now, but that, that I feel like is very, I, I feel like that's exactly how I used to communicate. Like I've, I've, we've talked about this before too, but like I always start or very frequently would start like AOL instant messenger conversations by saying like, howdy. Oh yeah. You know, instead of like, mm -hmm. uh, and like, Hey, what's up? Hello. Yeah. Any of the more common versions of, you know, instruction. Yeah. And, but this is just something that like I say to people now all the time, like, you know, like I'll like walk up to people I've never met before and I'll say howdy. And very frequently they're all like, don't hear that very often. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, ticks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, sometimes it lands really well. Uh, more often than not, I feel like the thing that happens, especially when I pass people on the street, if I'm like walking my dog, I'll like, you know, they'll walk by. I'm like, howdy. Yeah. Um, which is something I legitimately do. Like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I feel like I can't get it to like come out naturally while I'm like trying to fake it. But yeah. I really do say this all the time. Yeah. People always think I'm saying like, how are you? But like, just sort of like slurring it. Yeah. So one thing that keeps happening with my, like, you know, the people in my neighborhood is I'm saying howdy to them and they say like, good. How about you? <laughs> like they're, they have got such a locked and loaded response to how are you? Yeah. 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 I've done that before. Yeah. I was just like, I'm just responding mechanically not really listening and it's like what's up good how are you oh never mind right 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 yeah. oh, oh man. man yeah one of them that gets me is drive through lines frequently people are like enjoy your meal and i'm like you too and it's like oh man you're probably not eating right now like i am <laughs> yeah you do yeah oh man um okay so another another phrase i've got like this is whenever we're about to leave for a place yeah like we're in the act of leaving i will say the phrase we ride <laughs> <laughs> we ride. We ride. And it, like, in my mind, I'm like, we're getting on horses, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> I just go with Howdy. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, man, are we supposed to be cowboys? We, yeah. You know, we got howdy. Yes. We ride. We are supposed to be cowboys. Reckon? I reckon. <laughs> I reckon. Hey, even that feels like it It totally fits. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars, is a cowboy. It's a cowboy. Maybe yeah. maybe this is something, like, we didn't realize so much, but, like, you know, growing up, maybe, like, watching uh, Woody, you know, from Toy Story, mm. maybe we were, like, being slowly coerced into wanting to become cowboys. You think it was Woody is the source of it? Yeah, well, could be. I mean, who who would you say is a more influential cowboy in your life than Woody? Than Woody? I don't know. Uh, whoosh, don't know. Reach for the sky. He doesn't even have a gun anyway. He, no, he doesn't, but he does have a holster. <laughs> he does have a holster. Oh, we made a man. video about that. We did. We did. 
Okay. <laughs> Some people at home are like, oh my God, he doesn't. Why does he say that? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so they can hold a match eventually. Yeah. So that he could hold a match eventually. That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to shift gears entirely. Okay. You have a note here in the show notes that I, that I'm like very curious to know what is going on. Okay. Uh, you say people are determined to tell you that Luke's hair is going to be darker and his eyes are going to change color. Oh, dude, this is such a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. So, oh my God. So, okay. We'll back it up. We'll back, we'll it, back up. it up. Back it up. Okay. We'll back it up. Um, this, this past week we were at the beach, Luke, my son, my two year old has, was, you know, we were out, you know, we're outside a lot. And uh-huh. so, you know, we're, he was, uh, we put all the sunscreen on him and throughout the week he got like the lightest of tans. Okay. Which was great. Well, I don't know if it's great, but he also has like Targaryen level blonde hair. He does. You know, like, he does. like if you've seen Game of Thrones and you know, like Daenerys, uh, Khaleesi's hair color, same as my son. It is bright blonde. So, I mean, he will be immune to fire. Exactly. Yeah, I right. get that. Especially dragon fire. Especially dragon fire. Yeah. You've heard of Ben the Lion, Carlin. Wait for Luke the dragon. It's going to be great. Wow. Look yeah. at us. <clears throat> Wait, does this mean I'm a Lannister? Oh, maybe it does. No, wow. it can't. But they're the ones with the blonde. No, they also have blonde hair. They all, they just And you also... do have copper hair. Well, not well, that's, it came out of a bottle. Well, it's not my natural shade (laughs) do you always pay your debts yeah so far great credit score wow there you go maybe you are a lannister (laughs) it doesn't feel like a credit score feels like such a weird thing but effectively that's what the lannisters were known for having a great credit score (laughs) impeccable like the best in 850 yeah (laughs) anyway anyway because he had a bit of a tan his extremely blonde hair was looking even blonder against the new darkness of his skin. Yeah. Right. So I just posted a little Instagram uh, picture of him. And I, as the caption put, if possible, I think Luke's hair is getting even blonder. And sure enough, I got a comment that I've been getting since the day he was born. Right. Where, which was that his hair is it's probably going to get darker because if you don't, if you don't know my son, yeah, he has, he has the very blonde hair and yep. he's got these like very bright blue eyes. Yep. Which is like, I don't know. It's like, I love it. I love how blonde his hair is. I love how blue his eyes are. It's like blonde hair, blue eye, like so adorable. Oh yeah. It's like, and it's like crazy. And like the blonde hair is obviously getting from Beth. Cause if you look at pictures of her as a baby, she's Same got thing. the bright blonde hair and she's um, still, she's still, and she's still very day. blonde. Yeah. yeah. But no, I don't know where the blue eyes are coming from, but it's like, I so hope he keeps them because I love it. It's like, he. Lo- it's just, yeah, it's great. But people are determined to tell me that his, his hair is going to get darker and his eyes are going to change color. And I'm just like, shut up like i know why are you raining on my parade oh like this like, is something like you're like okay so i feel like that's probably what's happening because i'm sure that there are people out there that are just like they're they're maybe underestimating how enamored you are with this like pairing maybe I, is what i assume happens or else maybe they they also know like huh, that's a good combo but like what's I feel, that's what i feel like i feel like they're like they're like it, it's going to make them feel better to think that this thing is this this awesome, pure cuteness is going to just like dissipate. Right. Like they're like, I'm going to feel better about myself. Like, I don't have blonde hair and blue eyes, but it makes me feel better that eventually this kid won't either. Oh, that's, that's how that's how, that is the sentiment I get from everyone. And it's like, it's like, I don't know why people are so determined to tell me this. I don't like it's it's very frustrating. So if you if you are out there and you're leaving comments about the blondness of my son's hair or the blueness of his eyes. Please do not tell me how they're going to change color. Because one, I don't believe, I don't think they are. 
<laughs> do not at me. Do, do uh, not at me. Um, I get you. I get you. Okay. Well, so I need a counter just for the sake of countering then. Because you, I mean, you've seen childhood photos of me before, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which was at least somewhat similar. <laughs> well, you didn't have the blue eyes, but you had blonde hair for sure. I did. I have. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're going to have to. I don't know if to, you had the Targaryen fireproof hair that Luke has. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. We're, we're, maybe what we'll do, I'm going to try to track down a good photo and we'll, we'll put it up on the on the show notes or the reddit or somewhere mm-hmm. we'll we'll find a young ben carlin so that we can that we can we can see yeah. because there is an interesting thing that happened like you as a baby had like like harry potter hair like like, like it was like black yeah and it was a lot of it yeah like you were you were like this little baby with this like amazing head of hair right yeah absolutely incredible but then now as adults i feel like you and i have actually like switched entirely where i started off very like light hair and now i think mine's darker than yours mm-hmm. and you started out with super dark hair but now most people call you like a dirty blonde yeah i actually i posted on twitter one day because i was curious i was just what color is my my hair yeah and i left like some poll options as like blonde brown dirty blonde sandy blonde and it was just curious how all over the board it was oh yeah just like i don't even know i like if my hair gets wet it gets it looks obviously brown right to me and like i wouldn't necessarily call myself like blonde or anything no i, I wouldn't either and that's the funny thing that too though is that like i don't know I'm, I'm trying to think now i feel like a lot of people i know very few adults whose hair is super blonde where it's blonde in that way naturally. Right. Like, I think we have, like, one girlfriend of ours who has, like, like blonde hair. Mega blonde hair. That's the only person I can think of, though, where it's, like, very, very, very apparent. Mm-hmm. Where almost everybody else, I imagine there's some level of like additional like coloring, coloring going on happening. But maybe maybe we're just maybe we're just not friends with as many blonde people. Well, I don't know. And I think it's pretty natural as you grow up for your hair to get like a little bit darker. Sure. But like to hear people like, I don't know, it, it still bothers me. It's like as if they're saying like, don't like like, oh, that blonde going to fade entirely. Like if he grows up and his hair is darker than it is now, but still blonde, I'm not going to count that as like, you know, if he grows up and has black hair, I'll be like, wow, you were right. Right, right, But if he grows up and has less blonde hair, but still obviously blonde hair, it's going to be like, okay, see, just... Okay. 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 Do you feel like, is there any part of you that we get like 10 years down the future, go and find those comments and be like, see, I told you. That's right. Yes. I've been waiting 10 years for this. Waiting. Cracks knuckles. Get ready. Get ready. Oh my gosh. That's actually kind of amazing. That was okay. I, I have, I have had this happen one time ever. So like, I usually don't feed the trolls. Like if, uh, if there's someone who is like saying something negative to me about me, uh, near me in any type of like online digital presence for the most part, I don't engage. I'm just sort of like not worth it. You know, I I feel like this will only usually I would actually tell you that like my exact interpretation of the situation is that it will make me look bad to defend myself on a public forum like this. And yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. So it's like it's it's just like, you know, it's fine. You know, if, if you have a negative thought about me, then then that is going to exist and continue to exist unacknowledged. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once upon a time, especially as I started getting into rock climbing, uh, it was funny because I was watching the TV show Arrow and people started making this like connection where they were like, man, you look a lot like Stephen Amell. Yeah. Like that, w- that was like sort of like the celebrity doppelganger that people kept assigning me to because mm-hmm. I've got shorter hair, kind of like the five o'clock shadow. And I was 
was doing like all the crazy rock climbing stuff, which right. was making me at the time, like, I don't know, a, of the right fitness, something. So like where I could do, like I could do a salmon ladder. Right. Like the thing that he's always doing with like the do 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 do. Yeah. And I definitely was not that ripped. No. Not by a mile. Not by three miles. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> I did not look like Stephen Amell while Stephen Amell is doing the salmon ladder in the Arrow TV show. But I think there was someone once upon a time who like made a comment and was like, you know, bro, why don't you try hitting the gym a little bit and maybe then we'll see. And there is like one picture of me from one of our December give-a-thons from several years ago where I think I was doing like a holding pike on a couple of kettlebells. Uh-huh. And my... My arms look unrealistically huge in this photo. Yeah, you moved that structure. No, I didn't uh, move the structure. No? I did not move the structure. Okay. Nothing nothing was like, I didn't edit it at all. It's just, a, it is, I will acknowledge entirely that it's a flattering photo of me. Okay. I think I, we were giving away a Mr. Incredible action figure. Right, right, right. So you were trying to like. I was trying to like, look, the, Mr. Yeah, Incredible. Mr. Yeah. Incredible. So that was, that was like the theme of the photo or whatever. But I remember, I remember like just taking that picture and replying to the guy with it and be like, I'll see what I can do. Uh, and it, that was like the most that I've ever been like come at me <laughs> it, which was ridiculous because me also very very aware of the fact that there's a fitness difference between Stephen Amell superhero on TV right and Ben Carlin yeah you know occasional weightlifter occasional weightlifter yeah especially in these uncertain times especially that especially yeah. that so anyway <coughs> that's funny though I, I I think it's interesting just the way I think you should 10 years from now yeah I think we reassess we reassess someone set someone set a calendar event in their phone just be like you know hey remind me in 10 years Jay needs to check in on the color of his son's hair right what's it looking like these days what's it looking like these days yeah yeah, yeah. blonde as the sun you know it you no know question. it. You know it. Okay. Well, uh, slightly related then. Slightly related. Yeah. Okay. Next thing we can talk about while we're on the topic of hair. Yeah. I've been working on my yeard. Oh, your yeard. Yeah. My yeard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, feedback. Huh? Yep. Oh, which has been interesting, man, because I uh, saw my father-in-law the other day for like the first time, I don't know, since Father's Day or something like mm. that. And his immediate reaction was like, whoa, you have a beard. And I was like, like it was actually strange for me because I was like, well, I've always had a beard. Yeah, like, like I've had a beard a, for a while. I was like, I mean, <laughs> this is this is like years, you know, like I've, I've always had one, you know, like what are you talking about? And so I think the interesting thing that's happening about a month and a half into my year right now, and I think that is becoming much, much more obvious. Right. That there is like facial hair on my face in a way that makes me feel like I was drastically overestimating the beard that I had previously. Right. Where I feel like a lot of people may have just assessed my facial hair as like, oh, he just hasn't shaven in a couple, like a, a few days. Right. Like, that's like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Whereas that's not the way I saw it. Right. You're you like, know, I have a beard. I have a beard. That I could like, go to conventions. Yeah, absolutely. I am part of beard gram. I had bought, I had bought beard oil before. Right. Like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden I'm like, was I... Did I not have a hold on? Yeah. It have I just had hair on my chin for the past five years? Yeah. I think that's right. basically what's been going on. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, yeah, no, the, the, it's, it's been getting very, very different reactions. Mm. And I would say the, the biggest thing that I noticed was that when I was at the beach and I went underwater, it had like a body of its own. So I could like feel oh, it wow. like floof forward. You could feel it floof. I could feel it floof. Yeah. So that's, like, is that the, the test? Does your beard floof? Does your beard floof? Cause if know. it don't floof it, no beard. It, no, precisely. Exactly. Precisely. But so in the meantime, I was while working on my yeard, you worked on a weird. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we were on vacation, so I, I you know, I didn't I didn't shave while we were at the beach at all. So, yeah, wow. after after a week, I had a solid uh, 
a one week beard, better known as a weird. A weird. A weird. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I did post a picture of that also on the Popcorn Culture Reddit. If anyone wants to see what my one week weird looks like, I've shaven since then. Oh man. Yeah. You couldn't tell? I, I couldn't tell. Does it look the same? No, it looks different. It yeah, looks different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I can see the difference. Yeah. I, I find a weird thing at the beach. Not only a lot of times on vacation, I just don't shave because it's just like, I don't want to like spend all the time doing that. But I also, especially at the beach, find that I don't wear my glasses a whole lot. Okay. Because one, I'm wearing sunglasses a lot, and it's like, I'm not going to bring my glasses down to the beach or I'm going to have sunglasses on. Oh, can you imagine? Well, yeah, right. It's so sunny. Like, when you wear glasses and you're out in bright sun for extended periods of time, whew, that sure is a headache waiting to happen. Oh, that's true. Yeah, can't have that. So there's that. But then they'll just sort of, like, be left on, like, my nightstand, and I'll come in. And it's not like I'm, when you're at the beach, you're not, like, needing to read stuff at a distance very often. You're sort of around the family, and it's like, they just know what I look like anyway. I'm not really like trying to like dress up. So I always find it weird that like I can get, like basically I just didn't wear my glasses for like a week. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, a weird phenomenon. So it's like to be a, a glasses free person. Be, yeah. But I think that's the funny thing about it though, is that I'm so, I could not have told you that you weren't wearing your glasses for the past week. See, there like, you go. I feel like I'm so exposed to both versions of your appearance mm-hmm. that like, it's like, I'm it, it didn't even register to me that something was different. Right. Yeah. And that's weird for me to think about. Yeah. You've been around me so much. So actually at one point, Beth and I had gone for a run and obviously I wasn't wearing my glasses, but she just like sort of looked over and she's like, wow, your hair looks really good like now, right now. And I was like, really? And I just like, like, you know, checked it out, took a photo. I can share it with you if you'd like. Oh, I'd love to see okay, it. Okay. Let's see it. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll pull yeah. it up so you can sort of get an idea of what we're going for here. So there, like, this is, this is like best case hair situation. Well, this was just like, Beth was like, well, this is like a, Hey, what? Oh, very yeah. yeah, not bad, not bad. You're gonna have to share that with the with the world now. Maybe I will. I'll post it. I'll post that over on the Reddit so you can get my my uh, hair down look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all like, hair options. Yeah, she's like, I don't know why it looks so different. All of a sudden, it's like because I'm not wearing my glasses, and because like the difference is, for, I don't know whatever reason, if my hair is down with my glasses on, it looks terrible, and if it's up without my glasses on, it also looks a little silly. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so like, Take your glasses off right now. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Well, completely silly. Completely silly. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> trying to hold back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th- this is like a weird thing because like almost simultaneously, like when I was like started wearing glasses full time is when I the first time uh, I got a job and I got a new pair of glasses and it was like the black rimmed glasses and i was like this is my chance i'm just gonna like totally change my appearance so i started wearing glasses i started putting my hair up some and then like it occurred to me at some point like there's like there's like those two things went together it's like the glasses and the hair go together as much as the no glasses and the the down hair (laughs) interesting yeah Interesting. Weird. Yeah. No, that that's it's pretty fascinating. That's actually I feel like that's become my I'm having like a similar like I'm building out like my uh my like lumberjack look. Yeah. Which keeps being like my my forward facing brimmed hat with my sunglasses and my beard. Uh-huh. And like it's almost it's actually been it's been kind of nice. Like I sort of in some weird ways like like the anonymity associated. Did I pronounce that right? No, I don't think so. Anonymity and you know what I'm trying to say, right? Anonymity. Anonymity. Nope. <laughs> Just say it again. Anonymity. Anonymity. There you go. Nailed it. Anonymity. <laughs> don't it's hurt a, yourself. <laughs> it's a don't hurt yourself. It's a hard word to pronounce. Yeah. I like it though with the with the mask on, sunglasses and hat. Like I could literally be anyone. You, you know? It's like, knows, yeah. People can't see me. Who knows? Is that Stephen Amell? It could be. Could be <laughs> Stephen Amell. Doesn't look like he could he's quite 
ripped enough, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if you could pull no, back the bow that far. This, but. this was something, I, I remember having this experience once at a Halloween party several years ago. I bought one of those T-Rex costumes, like the inflatable uh-huh. big ones. Yeah. And up until that particular moment in my life, I, it had always been this thing where I did not dance. Do you, yeah. like, you remember, like this was like a thing. It was like, if people were like, oh, we're going out dancing, it would be like, I would rather do literally anything else other yeah. than go dancing because I don't know how to dance. Right. Like, <laughs> And that's not going to be a place where I'm going to feel confident. And it feels like a place where lots of other people around me will feel confident and that's gonna make me feel less confident snowball so yeah and so i was like really just like anti-dance and i remember there was this like really bizarre moment where i like was walking into the party and of course wearing an inflatable t-rex costume immediately makes you like a very big center of focus because you're like whoa there's a dinosaur here (laughs) and it's huge (laughs) yeah it's big you know so i remember i was like one of the first times i like went to a party with alice and um I walk in and this like guy in, you know, whatever costume walks up to me and immediately challenges me to like a dance off. Uh And for whatever reason, inside of the T-Rex costume, I'm like, people can't see me. I can do whatever I want. Right. I'm invincible. Exactly. And it was so weird. And so like, I remember walking in and like, these were all fresh people, all of like, you know, her group of friends, like where I had not met like anyone yet. And I remember just like straight up breaking it down in my T-Rex costume. And I was like, how could I do that? What just happened? Was it in me this whole time? It was Ben. And I feel like yeah, that's that may be the core of the apple. That's the core of the apple. Is that apparently I can dance if nobody's paying attention. So anyway, hat, glasses, mask, now beard yeah. means basically I can break it down whenever I want. There you go. That's you what I'm getting just be at. Dancing wherever. Be prepared for way all more it, dancing from one Ben take, Carlin. All it takes is a dinosaur costume for Ben to be the lion. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> ever since my ever since my couch buying days. That's right. I haven't had so much pride since then. <laughs> I man, I've experienced a very similar thing. I'm trying to where I too was like behind a mask for whatever reason. And it was there is this like weird like Jay, the word is anonymity. Yeah, anonymity. I mean, it almost feels like power or something. You're just like no one knows. Like who could be who could this be? Doesn't you can just do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Weird. The pure glory of that it. That sounds kind of creepy. It, I feel no, like the way I'm saying it. It but. sounds, it, it does. No, completely. But the thing is, is that it's not like, it, to me, it wasn't like my ability to go and do things to other people. It was the ability for me to do anything, like, like feel confident enough to dance because like I was relieved of the potential pressure of there, it being tied to like me dancing poorly and people like saying that about me as right. if like that's what people would say. Right. You know, and so. So it, it was like this great big fear that that's how, I don't know, and probably for no reason. I, I feel like since this discovery, I have also paid more attention to people dancing and maybe realized that almost everyone equally doesn't know what they're doing. Like mm. nobody is out there dancing like the flamenco or something like where they're doing a choreographed learned set of dance moves on i actually don't know what the flamenco is it's possible that that's like riffing um but you know what i mean like it's not like a structured ballroom dance where where people are like have learned people are just like feeling the music and just sort of moving their body accordingly exactly yeah like, but like basically my best version of that is like the wacky waving inflatable balloon arm man right that's yeah. pretty much what my dancing looks like yeah yeah well, so you know everyone has their own style everyone has their own style yeah anyway guys as we're as we're closing out today's or this week's episode of The Pop, we do have one special 
possible secret popcorn culture project. We that do. I, that I've been, I, I can't even say that I've been working on, but that I have had in motion since I believe the month of May. Wow. Um, it's been quite some time now, but we have uh, commissioned a, I'm going to call it a set, if you will, for a video version of the pop. Well, okay. Uh, yes. What, what have you been working on? What have I been working on? Well, so I had, I had a, what, what I wanted. I sort of had this like vision in my mind for what I imagined because for super Carlin brothers, we talk about Disney and Pixar and star Wars and Harry Potter, and Marvel and stuff. Right. So like our backdrop reflects that. Yeah. And so I didn't really know what to do for popcorn culture because it's so different. And so I, especially cause we're just sitting here, you yeah. know, like there are no visual assets. The whole idea is that you just hear us. Yeah. But if you want to see us, as well that's what i wanted i wanted the ability to like have a visual representation of the pop right and okay. so with that i had commissioned a like large sign that we're going to be able to like mount on the wall behind us that we can sit in front of that says pop 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 yeah Which, by the way okay this is not related well it is related but like i started watching the tv show community and <laughs> now i realize that pop pop pre pre-exists predates yeah us right pop 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 <laughs> Who is it's like? What is the character who says it? Oh, on Computer Day? I feel like his name is like the Magnificent or something. He's got like a yeah. He uh, has like a funny name like that. Yeah. I think of it. Hold on. Let's see. Are you I gonna look it up? I'm gonna look it up. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Magnitude. Magnitude. Yeah. What did I say? The Magnificent. Magnificent. I was I was now that pretty far close. Off. Although yeah. I did watch it yesterday, so <laughs> it's not it's not my it's not my memory being good. It's my memory being terrible. Yeah. But no, I actually I felt like it was a shout out to me from the past every single time they said it on screen. <laughs> You're like, like, whoa, look at this. Look at that. They're a big fan of the pop, clearly. <laughs> clearly. We're we're making waves in pop culture. There we go. Anyway, guys, we need to give a huge thank you to this week's new patrons, uh, including Dylan Lavelle, Gaspar Bentoncourt, Allie McClure, Jesse Seto, uh, Dalton Bissell, Frozen Rocket Fuel Studios, Jake Westfall, Dane Anderson, Sam Dahl, Ro Ryan Earth, hmm, O-E-R-T-H, Earth. I'm going with it. And it. Katarina Jarrett. Oh, it's the last one. Yeah. Jarash. Jarash? Jarash. Katarina Jarash. We'll get it right. Katarina Kitty Cat. That's a character from Daniel Tiger. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Is it one of your favorites? No. 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 Most of the <laughs> the whole cast of Daniel Tiger, all of his little friends have like uh, a little gimmick about them or something like Katarina Kitty Cat will always end sentences with meow meow. Or meow, she'll meow. just like add meow meow in the ran in the middle of sentences meow meow, and it's just like oh it's so annoying. Uh, what are the what are some of the other ones? Oh uh, boy, uh, Miss Elena, who was a little girl, they always call her Miss Elena. Okay, uh, it's constantly wearing a backwards dress, and she'll constantly make backwards jokes, and it's just like I'm gonna do things backwards. And it's just like that's just not that funny. That's not it's a like, thing. It's like that's yeah. It's like that's not a thing, Miss Elena. Okay, and then uh, what does Prince Wednesday do? He'll always go boop she boop she boo, which is really annoying. Ah. Yeah, and then oh the owl is my least favorite. He's you would think he'd be fine. He's like really into books. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, that's like his that's like his whole thing is into books. But there's a the whole episode where he refuse. They like they're at school and they're the teacher gave them a box and it's just like you get to imagine whatever you want with the box and he's like nope it's a box I don't believe in imagination. It's like it's just like he's having such trouble with. It. And it's like, dude, all you do is read. Reading is just imagining things. Oh, so annoying. Oh, so you, you, you feel like much. it's a bad, 
it's a bad uh, character or uh, like bad story arc for the character. Well, not that they really have story arcs in general, but they do, I will say they do a good job with the characters being really consistent. Oh, that's good. And, yeah, and stuff with that. But the only the, on, the only child character I really like is Daniel himself. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it sounds to me like eventually we're going to have to branch into fan theories. Oh, about Daniel Tiger? About Daniel about Tiger. X the Owl and Helena Pussycat are totally dating? What? I know. Wow. I know. Mind blown. That's Oh the Owl's uncle and Katarina Kitty Cat's mom, who, let me just say, all four of them live in the same tree. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay, okay. One tree. One tree. One tree. Two adults. No spouses. Also, where are Oh the Owl's parents? I don't know. He's just living with his uncle. Huh. Doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me it either. Sense to me. Well, it sounds like there's more than enough for us to dig into there. Uh, hopefully we have lots of other <laughs> Daniel Tiger fans out there who are like, yes, finally the, <laughs> yeah, the like, DT content right, we needed. Li- yeah, no one's listening anymore. <laughs> Everyone bailed. Everyone bailed. Guys, Everyone thank bailed. you so much for tuning in. If you would like to have your name read at the end of the pop, you can go and check us out over at patreon.com slash popcorn culture. We have three tiers. They all do the exact same thing and come with a bonus 10 to 15 minutes of after the final pop, <clears throat> which is just additional content of Jay, talking, Jay and I talking a bit more. Again, that's popcorn popcornculture.com no again that's patreon.com slash popcorn culture that's right nailed it that time nailed it until next week pop pop you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator support for this podcast and the following message come from corient Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.